Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 35. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the old pre-meds podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and I'm your host here on the MCAT podcast, as well as the pre-med years podcast, the old pre-meds podcast, and specialty stories. If you are first now finding out about us here at the MCAT podcast, go check out everything else that we have to offer at mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com. Let's go ahead and dive right into this week's episode. All right, Brian, we're back for some more questions, breaking down questions, this time biochemistry discrete. Yeah, we had in in past podcasts we had done a bunch of biology and and you know the bio always kind of edges its way into biochemistry and I thought it'd be good to just run through some real short biochem questions uh, just so we get some practice applying that biochem knowledge that the MCAT expects us to have. Yeah, so let's dig into these again. Uh, if you want to download these handouts, you can do so at the show notes specifically for this episode at the mcatpodcast.com slash thirty five. So I'm going to read this first one here, Brian, and the question is, question 17, which of the following is not considered an organic acid? Now, the sarcasm in me wants to come out and say, oh, I don't know, I have to look at the label to see if it's labeled organic or not, but uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this, uh, it, it's so funny being on this side of it, I have no idea how to how to break these down anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at the answer choices, right? So we've got folic acid carbonic acid, ascorbic acid, and citric acid. And this is just a nomenclature thing, right? What's considered organic versus what's not considered organic. And, and Ryan, if you think back to, you know, that organic chem you did uh, all those many years ago, right? What do you remember that, that they tell us is the definition of what makes a molecule an organic molecule? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, so it's what <laughs> usually we always think of it as, as carbon, right? If it has carbon, it's an organic molecule. Oh, okay. um, but one thing we got to remember is an exception to that is um, that not every molecule is considered organic just because it has carbon in it. And in fact, the MCAT is going to expect you to remember um, two particular exceptions. And I'll mention a third one. So carbon dioxide, CO2, has carbon, but is not an organic molecule. And then, now here's the answer to the question. Carbonic acid, H2CO3, has carbon in it, 
but is not considered an organic molecule. It's considered inorganic. Um, and then the third one would be any kind of carbon alloy with a metal, like steel, for example, is an alloy of iron and carbon. That's obviously not considered an organic molecule. Um, you, you think of your kind of classic hydrocarbons. So in this case, folic acid, ascorbic acid, citric acid, these are all organic biochemical molecules used in various pathways in the body. But carbonic acid, H2CO3, that's not considered an organic acid. All righty. Easy as yep. that. Yep. All right. So uh, I'll, go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah. So number 44 asks us, what's the net charge on a phenylalanine molecule at pH 1? And the choices are negative 1, 0, plus 0.5, or plus 1. So when we say biochemistry on the MCAT, uh, it means a bunch of different things. But the two by far biggest things that it means is your amino acids and your enzymes. I've never seen an official AMC practice set yet that didn't include a whole uh, uh, mess of questions about amino acids and enzymes. So in this case, the amino acid phenylalanine, we would be expected to know the kind of Zwitter ionic nature of amino acids, where at a really low pH, we would protonate everything. Uh, at a physiological kind of neutral pH, some stuff would be protonated and some stuff would be deprotonated. Uh, and then at a really high pH, uh, we would deprotonate everything. Phenylalanine in particular, the test is going to expect you to know the side chain that its side chain is a phenyl ring, just like it says, um, attached to a CH2, like alanine just has a, a CH3 side chain. So phenylalanine uh, just has a benzyl functional group. Uh, that is a CH2 plus a, a phenyl ring or benzene ring, which means that's not going to change by pH, right? Just carbon and bonded to all these rings and things. That, that's not going to pick up or lose any protons. So at a pH 1, which is super-duper acidic, the um, the only uh, functional groups we have to think about are just the amino and acid parts of an amino acid. So the amino group NH2 at a really super acidic pH is going to be NH3 plus, so plus one. And the acid part, the COOH, is also going to be protonated. So COOH is neutral. Right? So you've got COOH neutral, NH3 plus one, and the phenylalanine side chain, which does nothing. Uh, which gives us a total net charge uh, of plus one. And so the answer there would be D plus one charge. So this comes down to just knowing uh, amino acids and just drilling home everything about all of the amino acids. Yeah, you should uh, be able to go into test day if knowing your amino acids so well that if someone gave you a blank sheet of paper and said, draw all 20 from memory, including their three letter and one letter abbreviations, you could do it instantly without a moment's hesitation. Um, every MCAT has at least one or two, you know, freebie questions. If you know the structures of your amino acids. All right, there you have it. More MCAT fun for you. Thank you, Brian for sharing your knowledge about biochemistry. So fun. Tons of fun. <laughs> I want to thank Next Step Test Prep for joining me here on the MCAT Podcast. If you are interested in anything that Next Step Test Prep has to offer, go check them out at nextsteptestprep.com. They are known for their one-on-one -on -one tutoring, but they have an amazing product with their full-length exams. If you are not yet 
in the process of taking your full-length exams. If you are looking at buying full-length exams, which I highly recommend you do, because the AAMC only has two scored exams as of right now and one other non-scored exam, you need to take more than three exams. Obviously, go back and listen to a previous episode that we did when we talked all about how many practice tests you should take. That was session 34. And so you need to take more than those double AMC exams. Next Step Test Prep has 10 full-length exams at this point. Real simulated testing, just like you're going to see on the double AMC test on your real MCAT test day. And you can save some money by using the coupon code MCATPOD. That's all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D. I would love for you to share this podcast with a friend, a classmate, an advisor. Go tell your pre-med advisor, hey, pre-med advisor, you need to tell all of your pre-med students about this free MCAT resource. It's called the MCAT podcast. I would love for you to do that. And then let me know that you did that. Shoot me an email, Ryan medicalschoolhq.net. Have a great week. We'll see you next week here on the MCAT podcast when we talk about chemistry, even more fun. (laughs) Have a great week. (laughs) 